And we're back to another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am the host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Grandpa Gohan. <laughs> also uh, alongside my uh, other host. The one, the only, G.A. West. Coming at you live and in living color. Fresh off the heels of Survivor Series 2022, held in New England, Boston, Massachusetts, at the TD Bank, to be exact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, uh, both of us uh, saw the pay-per-view. Myself only seeing one half of it, uh, as I could only make it to one half of the show. (laughs) Able to watch the whole event since you were live in color yes yes i was there live i might have slept during some of it we'll uh we'll talk about that but um yes 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 um so i guess we can delve into that um let me bring up the um, did they have the pre-show? pre-show? <clears throat> no pre-show, um, which was shocking. Yeah, um, or I should say they didn't have any pre-show matches because uh, there was definitely the, the pre-show uh, on the network. And uh, when we got there, um, oh, I should mention uh, myself and the princess, we went to the Survivor Series live at the PD Bank. Right. And, uh, we got there at like quarter of seven probably got to our seats like a few minutes after seven right and uh they had the uh panel set up with uh rosenberg uh, from hot 97 uh and i there was a woman on the panel i couldn't tell who she was it was probably kayla braxton okay um and there were like two other people on the panel but i couldn't really from where we were we just couldn't see them that well okay um but uh, so they had the pre-show panel, but there were no pre-show matches, um, which was kind of yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it was all good. Uh, things got started right at eight on the dot for uh, the main show. Ah, okay. <clears throat> well, that's good. <laughs> and uh, they opened it up with the women's war games. Yes, yes. Um, which. On paper, seemed well. From my perspective, on paper, seemed cool. But while I was watching the um, the match, there were several times in the back of my head. It was like, <clears throat> uh, we can wrap it up now. Uh, <laughs> felt like at a certain point they were just winging it, just for winging it. And I was myself personally was uh, really not interested uh, as the match kept on going on. So I really wasn't digging it uh, towards the crescendo, uh, especially. I forgot how the war game thing. So, like, basically, when the last person gets into the, the match, the match actually starts. And yes, the match was going on for like a good solid twenty minutes while the other bits <laughs> and pits before Becky Lynch made her entrance was doing their thing. So, like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling. It. I, in the words of my man Brett High, I give it a four out of ten. Oh wow, wow, four out of ten. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Chicago. 
Fair what, enough. What about yourself being on uh, uh on the grounds? Why? Yeah. Um, I well, right off the bat, I've got to agree it was long. Like it felt long. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of funny. Um, the match itself, I thought the match was pretty good, all things considered. Okay. Um, but I will say something I found interesting, and I'm going to quote Jim Cornette here. Yeah. Uh, he's the the fans were more into the inanimate objects than they were into the stars in the ring. What do you mean? The fans were chanting, "We want tables." Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Okay. And all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, they were they were popping bigger for like when uh, the girls would grab weapons than like for anything that was actually like happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's never a good sign. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I, I felt like the match <laughs> itself overall was pretty good. Okay. Um, other than being long, um, I liked was, the. Uh, what's that? There were some botches. Yes, uh, there were a lot of botches, <laughs> and uh, which was surprising to me. Um, what's that? I said for simple moves too. Yes. Yes. The, the range of the maneuvers weren't really that high. <laughs> no, uh, it was very surprising to me because these are all really good workers that weren't there. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was the nerves, you know, first time doing war games, anything. Although, EO Sky has been in every war games match and she had several botches herself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if the camera caught it when Mia Yim did her entrance. Um, and she was trying to throw trash cans in the ring. Yeah, she couldn't get it through the ropes. Yeah, okay, they did catch that. Yeah, she was struggling on that. <laughs> and uh, I think she did. No, no, it was um one of the tag team champs. I forget which one. She was trying to do some like off the t- uh, the top turnbuckle, but she kept on like going high. Yeah, yeah she kept on going high. Like it's just do like a simple like knee drop. Yeah, she was like hitting the cage. Yeah, and watched both times. I was like, "Oh my!" Yeah, that was that was odd. And then Bianca had difficulty ba- breaking the uh, kendo stick. Yes, <laughs> that looks painful. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the finish it worked out in the thing. Yeah, the face did their thing. Definitely, definitely. Establish no storylines out the thing, but it's Survivor Series. You're not supposed to establish, you know, any storylines going further. Well, I disagree with you on that. Really? Because past Survivor Series, other than like the Rocks '98 one, I can't really think of too many <laughs> like, you know, uh, uh, storyline <clears throat> produced, you know, matches. I feel like um, prior. To, uh, the brand split and all that. Yeah, I, I feel like Survivor Series was like a way to kind of weave stories in between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble. Really? Like, yeah. I, I, do you have any examples? Because, like I said, other than The Rock, oh, and obviously the Montreal in '97. I can't think of too many storylines that really went that what connected brands from Survivor Series going into the Rumble. Because the, the Rumble always seemed like it was always destined to have its own storyline. You know, from just the year matches in general. No, I feel you. But I feel like Survivor Series was uh, 
you know, back in the day, and I'm trying to think of an example of a storyline. I feel like there was a Survivor Series that Hogan and somebody, uh, it was another baby face, um, they kind of like, but it might have even been Warrior. Okay. Um, where they like butted heads a little bit, and then that led into the Rumble, and they butted heads a little bit. Okay. But yeah, this is, this would make sense if it was Warrior, because then I think okay. then it led to their WrestleMania match. Okay. Okay. For the WrestleMania six. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm gonna have to go back to the archives. For sure. Okay. Um, but then outside of that, I feel like yeah, the old school Survivor Series matches they were put together based on storylines of you know who's feuding with who, and it's like all right, well we'll team with these people against these people that we don't like, and you know I, I definitely feel like there was more storyline driven back in the day, and I think we're gonna get there under Triple H, but I think he's slowly turning things around. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, you know, this was this was the first Survivor Series with no random Raw versus SmackDown feud out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. So I take that as a good sign. We'll ever see a brand split underneath Triple H's um, watch. Um, I think a brand um, re- um, yeah, I, and I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah. Um. I don't think so, only because you've got the two shows on different networks. Okay. So I think uh, the brand split in and of itself will stay. I think, if anything, actually, you know what? I don't know. Because I was going to say, if anything, I think the brand split's going to become more solidified. More probably. Like, it would be like, oh, like, these are only Raw guys, these are only SmackDown guys. But I'm like, eh, there's been a few back and forth. Strowman's been on both shows since he's been back there. I feel like actually there's been a lot of back and forth. So I'm like, maybe, maybe the the brand split will end. Well, as I say, it definitely helped with uh, the USA Network not having Roman on Mondays. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, they're, you know, their their rating, their bottom dollar. For sure, for sure. There's no question there on that. And so, yeah, maybe, yeah, I, I guess it'll be interesting to see because I'm like, now that we're talking it through, I'm like, yeah, I could see him kind of ending the brand split. And it's been, what, 20 years that they've done it? Close to, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, moving on. Um, we have uh, AJ Styles <laughs> and Balor. Yes. Which on uh, paper seemed uh, legit while I was watching the match. I don't know if I'm finally seeing that AJ and Father Time have... Uh, has uh gone up against him because he <clears throat> seemed a, a little slow in some 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 steps. Uh, and watching on TV, it didn't look like the I don't know from live, but it didn't seem like the crowd was really into it that much. That you, between those two, um, yeah. uh, it, it was interesting because, uh, like you said, on paper, it's like, all right, AJ Styles from Balor, here we go, yeah, yeah. um, New Japan. But- Right, right. And, and their entrances had their New Japan vibe. Yep. Um, they okay. had their mask on. <laughs> but um, the match itself did not live up to the expectations. Yes, another one. I was like, after a while, I was like, all right, we can. Now, was um, Finn legit injured or was he, was that, was that the, was that the, the work, working at the, the leg angle? I, I assume it was working the leg angle. Okay. Um, that's, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yes, yep. Um, 
and, and yeah, it's funny. Uh, it was actually, I forget if it was the end of this match or at some point during the match, I looked at my watch and I was like, yeah. we're already like an hour and a half into the show and we're only like two matches in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, does this match continue the OC feud against, um, was it Wretched Judgment Day? Day. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, the match continues the feud. Um, we'll see. Well, is, technically, if you were booking when you want to do this for like a mania thing, because where I'm or if you can have survivors, you should they had the OC, like they should have like a tag between both groups instead of the head leaders going against each other, you know? Yeah, I, I would have done an old school style survivor series match, yeah. But I mean, they the other two were just chilling, yeah. Um. But you know, we, we, we they they chose what they chose. It is what it is. Right. Uh, but but yeah, I definitely would have thrown in an old school style Survivor Series match and just been like, hey, here's your old school style Survivor Series match for the Survivor Series. Right. Right. Um, and speaking of um, Judgment Day, what did you think of? Uh, did you get a chance to see the whole um, Dominic crashing Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I, like, I like how Ray kept the gimmick of his mask being I know, right? Like <laughs> his walks around. That was one of the things that I was like, wait a minute, like he's supposed to like we're supposed to believe he's at home, like in his mask for like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> he just takes off when he showers. Right. Like, <laughs> or maybe keeps it on, he just puts like a, a bag, like a shower cap <laughs> his head. <laughs> oh man. Seriously. But uh, are you digging now, Dominic Mysterio's um, new persona? Uh, it's <laughs> it's better than what it was. <laughs> I I just still just really can't get into him yet. No, I mean he's new. He's only been with the company for what a year now. No, he's what? been there a couple years now. Well, I'm saying like as a like legit work like. I mean, we've seen him since I was like a little kid, but I'm just saying, like now he's like consistently only been working there for a year and some change. Uh, I feel like longer than that. You gotta, I'm like him and Ray were tag champions at one point, right? Um, you know, I'm like, so he's been there for a couple of years. What uh, did you when Murphy was still with the company? He's been gone in AEW for how long now? Yeah, I think he's been gone for two years. Two years. All right. So okay. All right. So yeah. So Dominic was there for all that and. uh Okay. All right. Do you think Father Time's catching up to AJ Styles? Um, slightly. No question. Wrestling now. Yeah, I mean AJ, you're not gonna get that high fly in AJ Styles anymore. Okay. Um, just in watching him, you can tell. I mean, he's he's a lot heavier, right? Than, than he was. Um, I think it looks good on him, especially for WWE. Right, but but yeah, it's it's not gonna be the the old school high flying spinal tap AJ Styles. Okay, um, you know he, he's he's adjusting his style, no pun intended. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to be like, oh, Father Tom's caught up to him, like where it's like in a bad thing. I, I just yep. think it's uh, an adjustment of style. Um, and maybe that's a part of the the letdown because, like, when you think AJ Styles, Finn Balor, you're like, oh, these guys are gonna go 100 miles an hour and blah de blah. Yep. But uh, you know, they're both over 40. Well, yeah, I was gonna say AJ is 45. Yeah, um, Finn's, um, Finn's 41. Really? 
Yeah. All right. So, wow, Finn looks younger than forty-one, though. I know, right? Good for him. <laughs> but yeah, and plus, like you said, they have history in, in New Japan. You know, as the uh, OG Bullet Club member, so like you would think, like we would have a, you know, Bullet Club esque type match. But like you said, when you're wrestling almost a whole year, you're over forty. But in wrestling terms, like you're pretty much almost like two hundred years old because your body is <laughs> the ring at that point. Especially if they were wrestling those very fast impact, high impact, you know, matches, you know, in their, you know, prime. Um, yeah, I can see. It. I can see it. Um, so moving on, uh, we have Ronda Rousey uh, versus uh, Shotzi. Um, which this is another match. I was like, even though I wasn't really familiar, but while they were wrestling, I was like, yeah, this is this is what the match that I had to pretty much call a wrap. At. I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed after this. <laughs> but, yeah, I understand that. Obviously, Ronda established her dominance. Um, as rightfully so, you know, as the cement machine. I did not yeah. know that um, her and um, Shayna Blaze are now like uh, best buds. So that's yeah, cool. yeah. Um, little... They've been best buds in real life for before WWE. Really? Yes. Yep. I not know that. Yeah, they uh, they are actually part of the four horsewomen of MMA. I was about to say that be they, they can now have like a cool little tag team tandem. But you know, whatever the case may be in the future, is like the, the submitting machines or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I would love that. Um, yeah. I actually pitched that last night. I was like, Ronda and Shayna as a tag team, I feel like they would dominate the, the women's tag division, especially as a heel tag team. Exactly. Like, if you know, Sasha ever came back, you know, and Naomi, you know, that, that'd be a great program right there. Yes, you know, a thousand. You Two high flies against two submit submit machines. Technical right. versus, you know, athletic. Play. Yeah, athletic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, obviously on the mic though, it might be a little eh, because you know neither Shayna or Ronda really have gone mic skills. You know what I mean? Nah, I wouldn't even have them talk. So, well, how would you do a program then without being mute? <laughs> just have them beat people up they'll, they'll, they'll be like our, our fists do our speaking for us okay but still like if you're a charismatic wrestler wouldn't that still like you don't want your top heels to be like buried in essence I guess you I know, know what, what you're saying in an ideal world <laughs> yeah I would have Heyman manage them ah yes yeah why is he only just doing one tactic one stable like that, well, because he, he had the whole Paul Heyman, you know, group of you know Brock and all the other people that he is just now just one guy. <laughs> well, I, I feel like when you when you're dealing with the head of the table, that's <coughs> you, you can't deal with anybody else. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, uh, and we'll get more into that later in the show. Right, I was gonna say, what did you think of Ronda and Shotzi? Um, so I might have fallen asleep during a couple parts of it. Okay. Um, it, and it was an interesting thing where like my eyes were open, right? But like my body and brain were like not functioning. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, I I feel like for what it was, it was probably all right. Okay. Um, oh, actually, I, I wanted to ask. Watching it on TV, 
Were, was there? Well, actually, yeah, it would have had to have been long video packages in between the matches. No, not really. Not really. Nope. Interesting. Seems like they transitioned from one match to another rather quickly. Interesting. I'm Why so curious because because uh, being there, like it felt like there was long breaks in between the matches. Well, there were commercials on Peacock. There were okay advertisements, but other, but there was no like WWE long extended breakdown packages. Okay, but there were commercials. Yep. All right, and I wonder. It probably just feels longer in the arena with like nothing happening. <laughs> like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, wow, there's a lot of time in between these matches. In fact, um, I was hype in between. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was before the Ronda Shotzi match or right after it, but I think it was okay. right before it. I had okay. enough time to get up, go to the soda stand, get a soda, come back, and like the match hadn't even, like entrances hadn't even started yet. <laughs> um, uh, okay. But but yeah, uh, but yeah, the match was all right. Um, you know, kind of meh. <laughs> but it, it serves its purpose. I'm not familiar with her. Is she like a good worker? Shotzi? Yeah. She's not bad. Um, a little green-ish. Um, and I think the biggest issue with this match probably was no one believed she was going to win. Okay. Boy, is she a newbie person or like, has she, you know what I mean? No, she's been around for a couple of years now on the main okay. roster. And okay. uh, before that, she was in NXT. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Was like I said, since I went to sleep after that match, I'll let you handle the rest. But judging by the results, the next one after that one was Austin Theory against Seth Rollins and the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Yes. How was um, that? That was actually really good. Uh, better the than the I expected. To title. Yes. Okay. Um, it was cool uh, seeing Lashley's entrance. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because uh, while nothing is happening, these guys came out carrying the uh, pedestal that he stands right. on. Nice. And then, yes. Um, and then he came out, like, no music or nothing. Like, just him. He walks out to the pedestal. So it's kind of funny seeing that, you know, seeing how the magic is made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he walks out of the pedestal and he waved to some people and everything because you got to acknowledge, like, you know, <laughs> right? Really there. And right. then all the lights go out, you know, and so then, like, his music starts up and then the, the spotlight comes on him. And it's like, okay, I see how they do that. <laughs> and um, um, <laughs> does uh, Austin there, does he have just the money in the bank? thing still the no uh he lost the money in the bank he tried to actually cash it in for the u.s title and not for the world title no uh, it was for the u.s title and uh which i think was actually a good move okay because nobody believed he would get the world title right um and right i was gonna say since vince is gone and he was like his uh pet project under triple h's reign does he get lost in the sauce or does he still get Push strong. Prior to last night, I would have said that he was not just getting lost in the sauce, but that they were trying to be like, oh, well, this was a Vince guy and we're not pushing Vince guys. Right. Because, um, I mean, they were making him look kind of foolish uh, <laughs> prior to last night. Okay. Um, and I, I will admit, I am a little bit behind on keeping up with Raw and SmackDown over the past few weeks. Okay, but uh, I have heard that 
Fury has uh, kind of done a gimmick change um, to be more serious, more aggressive. Okay. Um, less about selfies and things like that, uh, which I guess really is Logan Paul's gimmick now. Yep. Um, but uh, what's that? As an influencer? Yes, yep. Um, which would make sense. Um, and uh, but so last night, Theory uh, was my first time seeing him with the goatee. Um, and uh, he, yeah, he looked more serious and aggressive in the match. And uh, the finish was very creative. Okay. Um, you know, the finish of the match was uh, Seth Rollins went for that uh, superplex into the Falcon Arrow. Yep. Um, and uh, on Austin Theory, he hit the superplex. He gets him up for the Falcon Arrow, and Bobby Lashley spears Seth Rollins. Okay. While uh, Aries was up, like, in the suplex position. And so that spear caused Aries to land on Rollins for the one, two, three. Ah. Never seen that before. Yeah. Yep. So that's a, like, very creative finish. Yeah. Um, and so you give Theory the win, um, but nobody looks weak, right? Um, at, at all. Um, so, so yeah, I thought it was creative. I thought it was good. I liked it. Uh, I don't mind Theory getting the U.S. title, uh, right? Let's see, you know what they do with him. What What's your review uh, of him as a worker uh, in the ring and on the mic? Personally, I'm a big Austin Theory fan. Nice. Have been since the first day I met him. Oh, really? Where, where was that at? Uh, the first time I met him was in Rhode Island at the XWA Arena. Okay. Is um, is he big in person? Um, I bet he's bigger now than he was then. Oh, just okay. looking at him, but okay. even even then, he was good size. Like I, I looked at him and I was like, "You are going to WWE." Oh, you can uh, tell this straight off the hand. Yeah, the the first time I met him, like I, I shook his hand and I was just like, "You're going to WWE." Like, you could just see it. He was handsome, um, and, and well built, like, and so young at that time. Like, I think he was like 20. Oh wow! And I was just like, "Wow!" Like, you got one of the best bodies I've seen like in a long time, like on, on this level. Okay. Um, and, and then I ran into him uh, with my few stints at Evolve. Uh, yep. Security for them. And yeah, uh, you know, the first time I saw him at Evolve, I was like, oh man, like, yeah, like you're, you're going to WWE. Like, I just know it. And then the second time I saw him at Evolve, at that point, Evolve had their uh, relationship with WWE. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, clearly, like, if Evolve has a relationship with WWE and you're here, you're going to WWE. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was actually on that occasion where he gave me the chocolate covered Oreo cookie with his face on it. Um, (laughs) And uh, he was just like, oh, here you go. I don't know. It was a funny thing. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) and then, uh, yeah, shortly after that, I feel like he he was signed to NXT and he's out there with Johnny Gargano giving high fives and all that stuff. Um, But yeah, I knew he was going to be a star the moment I saw him. What do you think of Mike's skills? On the mic, he's not bad. Um, and I think he's only going to grow and get better. Okay. Okay. So, for sure. He's going to put it all together, though, and be a, a big-time player. You think so? I think so. Okay. All right. All right. 
So uh, last match uh, we have is the last war games match or the second war games match. The bloodline against, um, I guess, like the brutes slash. I would say great the team Great Britain, but Kevin Owens is from Canada, so um, <laughs> yeah. he's like the on. But he's from Montreal, uh, French Canadian, so maybe he can tie in with. France, so I'll say the European Union, Europeans, yeah, against uh, the blue line. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely on paper, this sounds like a, a great uh, war games match. Did it, did it live up to the hype? Uh, it did, and, and the biggest reason for that is because of the honorary oos. Yep, he's feeling very oosy. Sammy <laughs> Zayn. All right, all right. Did he? Uh, he was the MVP in the match. No question. Okay. No question. Did they add any, um, you know, little, you know, bloodline drama within the match or? Absolutely. A la the Hart Foundation going against uh, HBK's uh, team where Owen Hart turned on uh, the Hart family? <laughs> it, it felt like that was going to go down. Really? Um, it did. It was, I, I was so happy with this match. Because, um, uh, and I, it's funny, they, uh, I don't know if you've seen or heard about the tensions between Sami Zayn and the bloodline. Um, you know, really, I guess him and Jay. Yeah. Uh, and then on SmackDown on Friday, you know, Kevin Owens was announced as the uh, fifth guy on the other team there. And uh, Owens approached Sami Zayn. Uh, for, for some reason, Sami Zayn's always by himself in the back. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how that happened. Hilarious. But, uh, but Owens approached him and was like, hey, man, like, you know, you need to turn on the bloodline before they turn on you. They're going to get you, blah, 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 blah. Right. right. And it was like, oh, man, like, you know. And then uh, Jay approached Sami and was like, you know, you talking to someone? And Sammy was like, no, no, I'm not talking to anybody. I just got here. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and so then Jay approached Roman to be like, Sammy's lying. And uh, so during uh, Survivor Series, they had a couple backstage segments. They had one with Jay and Roman where James <laughs> like, you know, can you believe Sammy's lying about this Kevin Owens thing? Like, we can't trust him. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And uh, Roman's like, you be the right-hand man. I'll be the tribal chief. I'll do all the thinking around here. Like, yeah. You let me handle this. Yeah. And uh, Jay walks off. And Roman looks at Heyman. And he says, wise man, bring Sammy in here. Mm-hmm. And it was just like that, ooh, you know, like it called the principal's <laughs> yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then later on the show, Sammy shows up. And... Uh, Roman's like, did you talk to Kevin Owens? And Sammy's like, I did. And Roman's like, why'd you lie to Jay? And Sammy's like, he had his match. I didn't want that on his plate going into the match. Like, you know, I know how he gets. Like, blah, blah, blah. And Sammy's like, and really, I didn't talk to Kevin. Kevin talked to me. Like, I just sat there. He came up to me, like, blah, blah, blah. And Roman smiles, gives Sammy a hug. But it felt kind of like that, I don't trust you kind of hug. Like, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, here we, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. And, um, you know, so now we're at the match. <clears throat> they do so many small things really well. 
everybody's in the cage and uh, the um, stagehands, they, they bring Paul Heyman a chair. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because it was like, oh, like they're going to give Heyman a chair to sit down like for this match. Mm-hmm. Nope. Heyman folds the chair up, slides it in between uh, the cage that everybody sit- stands in so that Roman could sit down. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yep. Nice. And it was just such a little small thing, but like was so good because yeah, now you've just got Roman sitting there, like in the thing, just like barking orders. Um, it was interesting because Jay was in first um, against uh, Pete Dunn, uh, Butch, and uh, and then Ridge Holland came in, and um, and then so here's where it gets interesting because you assume Jimmy's going to be out next to help his tag partner. Yeah. They open the cage. Jimmy starts to go, and then Roman stops him. Okay. And Roman looks at Sammy and goes, "You go." Ah, okay, okay. So now Sammy and Jay got to work together. Yeah. And uh, things are going on. The match, you know, keeps going and unfolds. There's various points of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, Sammy and Jay start getting in each other's face. Jimmy had to break it up. And it was like, oh man, here we go, here we go. But it's like, all right, all right, cooler heads have prevailed. And then, mm-hmm. like a minute later, Jay hits Sammy with a super kick. <laughs> takes his head clean off. And, and Jimmy's like, what you doing? And Jay's like, don't worry about it. Like, leave him there. <laughs> and they do. Okay. And like, oh man, like Sammy's done, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sammy's out. Like, the match is going on. Like, everybody's in the ring. The match has started. Uh, and then uh, Owens goes on a tear, and uh, he hits Roman with the uh, stunner. Okay. And it's like, one, <laughs> two. And then before the ref could get down for the three count, Sammy grabs the ref's arm and, and breaks up the pin. Nice. Yes. And it was like, what? Like, Sammy, after getting super kicked and everything, like, is still going to help them? <laughs> and, and, and Owens gets in Sammy's face like what are you doing like blah 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 Jay comes over he goes to super kick Owens Owens grabs his leg and, and you're like oh here comes the turn like Sammy's gonna you know screw over Jay yeah Sammy gives Owens the low blow and then uh-huh. hits him with the uh, huluva kick the what kick the Haluva kick? I might not be saying it right. Well, well, all right. I don't know what that <laughs> But uh, basically, it's Sammy's kick in the face in the corner. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, so he hits him with that. And then um, Jay hits the frog splash for the win. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. Um, and then Sammy and Roman hugged. Sammy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What's the that? participants didn't wrestle. Who didn't wrestle? Oh, I know. it just sounds like the breakdown you gave. Like no one else in the like the match wrestled. Like Drew or like. <laughs> man, in my head, when you t- bring down the whole match, I thought it was just like those two going. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, everybody else wrestled too. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really all the Sammy stuff that that was big. That captivated your attention. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, but but yeah, Sammy and Roman hugged. Um, Sammy was hyped, he's like, he he ripped off his shirt, he was like, Yeah, yeah, and then him and Jay get in each other's face, and you're like, Oh, and then they hugged. Oh, wow, yeah, 
And so, so then it was like, what? And then Sammy and Jimmy did their their handshake deal, the bop, 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 back and forth. <laughs> but, <laughs> so he climbed to the top of the cage. He was like yelling. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there any, um, so compared to the women's uh, war game matches where they tried, you know, to do some some high spots, were there any high spots that, you know, popped out in this match? Um, there was definitely some, uh, to quote my main man, Dusty Rhodes, there was some plunder for the sake of plunder, baby. Anyone um, that stood out? Um, I'm like, somebody went through a table, but I don't remember who. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm like, Owens was hitting everybody with trash cans, I feel like. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, really the stuff that stood out was the Sammy stuff. Uh, at least for me, that's really, really stood out. And, okay. uh, and I think for everybody else that was there live, because yeah, I mean the 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 sound for when Sammy stopped that pinfall, yeah, like it was like whoa, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, all right. Big deal in the building. All right. So, what did you think of uh, this year's uh, Survivor Series? <laughs> I liked it overall. Um, number one, it was five matches. Okay, I, I think that's perfect. Um. You know the the uh, war games matches were a little long, but oh, okay. Okay. but five matches is that to me that's the right number of matches to have on a show. Okay, um, I, I think that's Triple H. I think that's his uh, wheelhouse because uh, all those NXT takeovers were always like five matches. Yep, and they went relatively uh, quickly. Yeah, those went quickly. This this one didn't feel as quick. But I will say for a transition, like it was over before eleven. Which is good. And you see the show started about eight. Yeah, the show started right at eight in the dock. <laughs> and it was over like two minutes before eleven. Okay. So that's I think that's a nice change of pace. Okay. From what the uh previous regime was doing. <laughs> All right. Um, so are you a fan of the war games gimmick? I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Um, okay. I think having a men's and a women's is too much. So you just keep it just a one? Yeah. And, and I'm not necessarily saying it has to be more, like, you know, just men's or, or just yep. like. Yeah, but just, just have one. Right. You know, okay. and make it mean something. Okay. And, and here's where, like, like, for last night, I think the men's War Games match made sense. Right. Like, the bloodline is a whole group. Right. And like the brutes are a group and they got some help from their European Union friends. Right. Right. Like, that made sense to me. But the women's right. match like just felt like thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. People fighting for the sake of fighting. And I'm like, yeah, you don't and here's where um you know, <coughs> and, and, and I'm not trying to politicize this, but but I, I do want I do want to make this point. Like men and women don't have to do the same thing all the time. Okay, and that's why you could have had just the women's war games match if it made sense, right? Like, you, you know, uh, um, but but yeah, you don't have to have both, and it doesn't have to be like, oh well, the men have one, so the women have to have one too. Yeah, um, or or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if if I was to play fantasy booker with the women's war game match, I would at least have like the top dogs going against the top dogs in regards to, like, say if we if. You know, uh, Ronda and uh, Blaze do their tag team, right? Yep. And then you you uh, put the heels, and you bring in like Charlotte uh, Flair as another heel, uh, alongside with um, 
uh, Rhea Ripley. So you got the the top like heel baddie female wrestlers, and then say we whoa, whoa, not the baddies, they're not the baddies. No, I'm just not the same. Right, right, but <laughs> all right, my bad. But then if you brought in like we'll get Bow Wow after you, yeah, right. <laughs> if, say if you do bring in Bianca, Naomi, you know, and then you had like uh, Bianca and um, Becky Lynch, that would make a little more sense. Yes, saying, as war games because they all have like their personal feuds against one another, and but they're also top of the heat. Yes. Yep. You know. Instead of like you still have Becky and Bianca, you know, and Rhea Ripley, but it was like, yeah, you know, and Oscar. But I mean, it's just like I don't know. It, yeah, it felt it, thrown together. Exactly. Like <laughs> you know, there wasn't like a cohesiveness. Like oh, right. these people make sense because they didn't really have a lot of programs with one another. Right. They were just names that people do. Right. Right. I mean, you just uh, you just sort of say that with the men's to the degree because the only ones that really had like funk. Or like a, a rapport with one another is you know Sammy and Kevin. True. You know what I mean? Like if it was like the Uso, I mean, I mean Bloodline, but then they were going against like New Day and Kevin Owens with uh, maybe Bobby Lashley or I don't know it, it Brock. It was like one of his part time schedules, like being you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, names. A little more sense. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, the Brutes made sense because they've been feuding with the Usos for the past few weeks. Right, right. So it's like, yeah, I get where where that came from. Yeah, but but even yeah, the rest of it just seemed kind of thrown together. Yeah, but like this is Triple H's first uh, Survivor Series as you know behind the the wheel. Yes. So you gonna go go up from here? Completely, completely, and I think he will. Um, I haven't finished the article yet. Uh, I'll be okay. honest; I only got like two paragraphs into it. But uh, I saw an article uh, talking about the differences in how Triple H runs wrestling versus Vince McMahon. Okay. And they compared the time period of SummerSlam till now. Okay. uh, uh, Which I, three months, uh, compared to Vince McMahon's last three months. Mm Mm-hmm. And Triple H has had eight more hours of wrestling, like, matches on TV in in that same time period. Okay. All right. Oh, compared to just, like, Entertainment type stuff, right? With gimmicking type stuff, right? All right. Uh, so it's like, okay, that that says something big, like, yeah. right there. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Um. So uh, that tops off Survivor Series. Um. What do you give it as a rating? Um. Out of uh. Out of ten. <sighs> it's funny coming off of the show last night. Uh, like if you just asked me what I walked out the building, yep. I probably would have been like, oh, eight out of ten. Okay. But, but now after talking it through, I'm yep. like, maybe six out of ten. Okay. So, and, but, and that feels low. Right. But eight out of ten feels high. Right. So maybe so I seven guess, out of ten. <laughs> oh, oh, six point five. There you go. Uh <laughs> you said seven. Uh but all right, actually, I'm gonna go seven because that's a C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's I, I don't want to give the show a D. That's average. Yeah. Because well, basically you're stating that like the only real matches that captivated you was the bloodline and possibly the Finn Balor Styles match. So you it said, didn't like, even really like it didn't live up to expectation. Right. 
So yeah, like, and that's why I'm like, after talking it through, it's like, oh, it wasn't as good as it, it, you know, it could have been or as it seemed. But I'm like, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I think a C is fair. I was gonna say though, since Survivor Series won the big dog pay-per-views, but uh sound like Crown Jewel is a little more exciting, that's the newbie pay-per-view. It has it, do you feel that Crown Jewel is that took over Survivor Series um luster this year? Um I don't think that it took over the luster. It's okay. two different types of shows. And I guess Crown Jewel really, like at the end of the day, is kind of a WrestleMania level show. That's true. Cause they we do don't think of it like that. Right. But, right. but they do bring in the names. Yeah. And it brings in a lot of revenue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. But Survivor Series is like, it, Survivor Series is one of the major pay per views, other than Mania and Rumble, something, and SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, just off the namesake, you would think it would still hold even higher than Crown Jewel, but like I'm saying, it sounds like Crown Jewel sort of took the torch from this year's uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, Crown Jewel's definitely, it was a bigger show. Um, I will say this was the, one of the better Survivor Series, though, in recent times, because uh, I, I have not been a fan of the brand split Survivor Series. Right. Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, I hate you, you're on the other show. Yeah, that's weird, too. Yeah. On tribalism. Yes. Yeah. All um, right. So I'm glad they did away with that. Um, I think it'll... I, I, I consider everything happening in 2022 transitional. Okay. So I'm like, 2023, and I'm going to start with the Rumble. Like, even though it is Triple H's first Rumble, I feel like, yeah. you know what? You've been here for, like, long enough by that point. Yeah. That, that you know, all right, we're seeing what you what you can do. You, you've had okay. enough time to reset what you need to reset. Okay, so you're giving him the CM Punk rules? What are the CM Punk rules? How, how you stated, like, because I was, I was always asking if he was if he was worth the money, and you said give him some more time. Now, yeah. you know, it's the, the same thing with Triple H. <laughs> yeah, yep, but Triple H, okay. you know, the, his, his time is now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's I think we we will judge Triple H based off of how 2023 goes. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, uh, that uh, is for pay per views. Um, as I say, since that was the pay per view last night, no new shows. Um, you know, happen after it to you know progress any storylines until tomorrow. So I guess we can switch to AEW as far as um the return. No, I think we discussed. Um, uh, full gear. So, um, going forward, how was Dynamite and Dark after uh, full gear? So I haven't Any watched. I haven't watched yet. Okay, but I did see the clip from Dynamite mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yep, the crowd was chanting "F the Elite." Ah, okay, okay. So now we're having back and forths between yes. Elite. Chance and punk chance. Yep. And uh, I think uh, I haven't watched all of it. Well, I haven't watched any of Dynamite other than just the one clip. Um, but I guess there were multiple references uh, made to the all out brawl during uh, the Elite's uh, six man tag match. Okay. Um, including like Kenny biting somebody 
And I think uh, I read that Kenny hit a GTS on Pac. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it seems like they're definitely trolling CM Punk. Um, rightfully so, because he's, I know, done it to other uh, superstars as well. So, you know, it, it is fan game and loving, you know, and war. <laughs> I mean, Paul's um, just a man trying to live his life. Are you still, do you still think this is a, a work still? I do. I, I will stand by it until we see Punk and WWE. Well, what, do you think? I heard, always heard that him and Triple H never got along. So, you think he would, you think Triple H would extend his hand? Triple H was asked in an interview recently, and uh, his words exactly, or pretty close to, never say never in this business. Uh, if both sides want to make something happen, then it could absolutely happen. Okay. Okay. All right. And I took that to mean that he was saying, like, if Punk wants to do something, WWE's willing to work with him. Okay. All right. But this stage of the game, though, he seems like he's getting beat up. Injuries left and right. Does Punk really do, want to do that to his body? That's that's a good question. Because he's probably over 40, right? Or no? Oh, yeah. Punk's definitely over 40. Okay. He's got to be around 45. Yeah, so he probably just wants to chill with uh, AJ. Let's see. He's 44. 44? Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I don't know. It's tough. Like when you get back in there, you get that bug. Still, your body might say something. To your you know you gotta also listen to your body. True, true, true. It's uh, you know, it's kind of the the opposite of uh, he who shall not be named. You know, I, I, in this case, it's uh, my body's telling me no. But oh. my mind's telling me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking, uh, we mentioned earlier uh, with Bow Wow and uh, Jade. Did you see their interaction? Yes. And what did you think of it? Um, thought it was crazy. Um, I guess Bow Wow's training to be a wrestler. With AEW in particular, or just anyone in general? He's training with Rikishi. Oh, okay. Uh, specifically. Um, and uh, so I don't know what that means. Like, will he wrestle for AEW? I don't know. Uh, is he trying to just get into wrestling? Um, it's funny. My sister actually uh, met him last week. Uh, really? Right before the Jade Cargo thing happened. Okay. Um, they happened to be sitting on a plane together. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, and she was like, are you little Bow Wow? And he was like, I'm not little anymore. And then she laughed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Too funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, seems like more and more uh, mainstream entertainers are slowly uh, crossing into the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, particularly hip-hop stars like yeah. Bow Wow, um, Little not little John, um, young Jock. Um, really, little, scra- little scrappy. There we go. That's what. I'm yeah, I'm gonna say. I did see a clip of uh, Swerve and uh, Rick Ross. Uh, yeah. Well, in in Lee, I, well, so what, I just only saw like a, a, a like a screenshot of it, but like, what's going on with that? Yeah, uh, Rick Ross was on Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, might have been a little bit longer than that now uh, because I I feel like I was behind on my dynamites 
Okay. From like I watched it a couple weeks ago, so it was probably a couple weeks even before that that it actually aired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Rick Ross was on there hanging out with Swerve in the back. Um, okay. That was it. It was really random. Were they, were they in my in Florida, like in Miami, or something? Or they might have been. Okay. Um, but yeah, and they have random rappers on there. Like they had Jermaine Dupri on there. Really? Uh, one time, yeah. Uh, he had no idea what he was doing at all. Like, was he? They just like like showed his face in the crowd or something. He, he came down to the ring with uh, if it wasn't with Jade Cargill, it was with her opponent. I don't remember now. Okay. But uh, but like he, he just kind of came down to the ring and then like that was it. Like it was really weird. Like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like that. I think they just wanted to be like, we've got Jermaine Dupree here. <laughs> like, you know? Hysterical. Hysterical. Yes. <laughs> now, are you a fan of... Um, remember, there was always that thing back in the early 90s where uh, rappers became actors and actors did not like it. Like, one in particular I can think of was like Sam Jackson spoke down on rappers becoming you know, movie actors and stuff like that. Do you... Oh, do you think... Um, you know, do you have a problem with mainstream entertainers uh, or influencers becoming wrestlers? Um, not when it's done right. Okay, okay. Logan Paul is amazing. Yep. Uh, if I was running a wrestling company, I would sign him. Yep. Um, like, I, I cannot speak highly enough of, of him. Um, an interesting fact I learned last week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only trained with Shawn Michaels that one day. They, they make it sound like, oh, like Shawn Michaels was his trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only trained with Michaels for one day. His main trainer was actually Drew Gulak. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so is I found Drew that company, though? What's that? Is, is he still with the company? Yeah, yeah. Like he wrestles still? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, He's still with the company, but they yeah they haven't used him in a minute. So he's basically like trainer status. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. I mean, that's not a bad place to be. That's, not, that's how you I set mean, yourself up for a job for life. Yeah, and the tax on your body is not as bad. That's true too. And, okay. Uh, so yeah, so I found that interesting. Okay. Um, but but yeah, so Logan Paul's amazing. Yeah. Um, Bad Bunny, like for his spot, like it worked. Yep. Um, so I was cool with that. I thought when they brought in LT in the day, that made a lot of sense. Oh, Lawrence uh, for WrestleMania 11? Yeah, yep. Yeah, because there was always that, that whole hoopla controversy with uh, David Arquette. And that's right. like, but, but now that he's obviously redeemed himself, I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary. I forget what it's called, but it's basically his like second run at becoming a wrestler. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet, but uh, but but yeah, David Arquette's a great example of it not being done right. Really, uh, his first time. But really, though, because he brought attention to the sport, though he did bring attention to the sport. But you can't make him your world heavyweight champion. But did that really like kill the business or like affect the business negatively? Yes, it did. Yes, no question. But ratings didn't really draw from that. This is off the height of that movie Rain and Rumble, which, by the way, was actually a decent movie. Yeah, not bad. Goldberg inclined bench pressing 315 pounds casually. Yeah. That's like the only thing I remember from the movie, honestly. Uh, 
Oh, and and, and the, yeah, the, the triple, steel, triple steel cage, yeah. For Which thunder, never, was it for Thunderdome? Back? That, they'll never bring that back. No, I know, because of health liability right there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was such a great gimmick. Right? But, I uh... crown you. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, the uh, was it the king, but what was his name? Like, the, the guy, the character's name? It was something like a royal... Yeah, I don't remember. Movie. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I... But then again, I did see Snoop do, like, a, a elbow off the top rope. Top rope. And that looked horrible. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, you think Sasha being his cousin, she could, like, teach him properly? <laughs> Snoop's just, you know, he's kind of tall and gangly. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's just kind of one of them things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, I don't know how I still haven't watched this yet. Uh, the match was Shaq and Jade Cargill against Cody Rhodes, and I don't know if it's Cody and Brandy. When was this? I assume this was AEW, like right when it first started. Okay. And uh, I somehow still haven't seen this match yet. I don't know how. I don't, I didn't even know Shaq was in AEW. Yeah. Yep. Um, and from everything I've heard, like the match was pretty good. Okay. But uh, did, but I'm curious. Did Shaq, didn't Shaq have a match with Big Show too at one point? Uh, I feel like he was supposed to have a match with Big Show, but it never happened. Oh, uh, okay. Like they were like I'm, building it. Cause Shaq's been in the wrestling world for a, a minute now, so I'm trying to think like the matches that he showed up in. You know, I feel like Shaq's first involvement in wrestling was WCW. Right, with him and Hogan. Yeah. But. Uh, Oh, but yeah. Oh, all right. Real quick, uh, Rodman and Carmelo, and they were great. <clears throat> they were great. Um, talk about yeah, using using people the right way. Um, yeah, and I mean they were athletes, you know. Yeah, um, but I mean they were still similar, like you said with Snoop. They were tall and gankly though, but different than Snoop. Like, <laughs> like because these guys are athletes. Like you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. True. Um, and, and, and yeah, neither of them went to the top rope. Did uh, they? they, they... I thought Kamal gave like a diamond cut off the top rope or something like that. No? What? I thought somebody, I thought him and Robin, somebody was on top rope. I could be mistaken. They, I mean, back to the archives. That could be a fun one, anyways. Yeah. Um, Did you but, think they uh, overdid it with Robin? Like, because they used him several times. You think they, him and Malone should have been like a one and done thing? Because I felt like they used him like, Several times. They did use them several times. I mean, I'm a big Rodman fan, so I was all about it. Okay. And I felt like Rodman fit in with the NWO. Right. But what Uh, about Tom Malone as his opponent? Would you rather another basketball star or was Malone the perfect? Malone was perfect. And and here's why. Uh, Malone was perfect for two reasons. Okay. Uh, Maybe even more than two reasons. Um, Okay. Yeah, more than two reasons. Because the, the first thing I'm going to go to is, you know, again, we're talking athletes. Like, Malone, for a basketball player, Malone was built big. Yes. He was a strong guy. So, uh, yeah. He yeah. Him, like daggers. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so you got that right off the bat. And then yeah. Malone and Rodman were in a feud in the basketball world. 
Yeah, this was what during the '97 when the Jazz faced the Bulls. Yeah, but it wasn't was it during Michael? Was it the, no, what's that? No, was it the first time that because they they faced them twice, right, in the finals or once? They, yeah, they faced them twice in the finals. Right, so it was, it was the first finals game because the second one was when Jordan retired. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So '97 is that right? Yeah, I think '97. When they went '72. Right, team, and right. The Supersonics. Supersonics, and then the second one, yeah, nice. That was Jazz and Nine Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yep. So, so you've got a few that's already happening in the real world, right? Um, so I feel like that helped the situation a lot. And then Malone was like the the perfect guy to team with DDP. Like <sighs> DDP was like the common man. Yep, and, and so was Malone. You know, yeah, you're a blue collar hard worker. Yeah, farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about uh, when they brought in Jay Leno? So here's my thoughts on that. Okay. Um, it worked for for the time period and for what it was. Him going against Bischoff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you sure you're looking at it with rose tinted glasses? Well, it, it, you notice my hesitancy in my you know. I How you be like? Ah, <laughs> possibly, um, and that's why I'm like, oh, I'm like, I know it worked. I'm like, everybody seemed to be into it, and him and Bischoff kind of made sense. But did it bring in ratings, though? I have to assume so. Like, did it bring in new viewers? You know, because uh, like, because at the same time, like Leno was huge, right? <laughs> and WCW was able to parlay like being on the Leno show. Uh, I think there was a night where Bischoff and Hogan like took it over. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Might have to see if they have the uh, footage on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so stuff like that is great for mainstream viewership. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about when they, um, with WWE on this half, uh, brought in uh, the Jackass crew? So, I didn't love it, but I will say, and again, shout out and props to Sami Zayn, like, I don't like that kind of silliness in my wrestling. But okay. when they had that match with Sami Zayn, like it was entertaining. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So for the most part, yeah, um, seems like you know when entertainers come and they cross the you know into the wrestling world, it works for the most part. Other than like you said, the David Arquette situation, which is you know one out of many other examples that did work. It seemed like it you know worked for the best. Yeah, um, I mean, I've read of a few. Uh, Jonah Hill apparently did not work out very well. I don't remember him ever being in the, the world. Exactly. Record. I mean, exactly. but then again, you got to think about WrestleMania 1 was started off due to Cindy Lochner. Yeah. Uh, Rus- WrestleMania was all about the rock and wrestling connection. Yeah, that was the genesis of, you know, MTV, WWE, it's hilarious when you think about MTV, WWF at the time, like pretty much died hand in hand, like right at the same time in like 84. Yeah. Um, and how how intertwined they were with each other. Yeah, because in the 90s, they were really big. I remember uh, wrestlers being on like those like MTV spring break shows and like MTV karaoke and obviously the most infamous uh, True Life episode with uh, Triple H in China I want to be a uh, wrestler and I think yes. um, uh, Tony Atlas was on that episode and yes. it was him Triple H in China that they were following and I feel like someone else 
Maybe like an indie guy. Yeah, it was an indie guy. And uh, I, I got to give shout out and props to uh, a couple people that uh, were on that. Okay. Uh, give shout out and props to uh, Kid USA, Jay Gillette. Okay. Um, he was on there and uh, mm-hmm. he was like, I- I'm in this business for two things the money and the women. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually surprised that Triple H was said yes to peeling behind the curtain because he's such a traditional guy at that time. Even I would thought he'd be like, nah, I'm good. I think, um, you know, that, that was a time of tough enough. And yeah, but for him though, like to still, you know, I mean, he was still, him and China was still somewhat kayfabe because they still showed that they were, you know, the couple that wrestled, you know, in the ring, but obviously yeah. behind the scenes. But it was just very interesting to see that. And, yeah, you know, they, they kept an element of kayfabe to it. Yep. And I'm like, Triple H, especially knowing what we know now, he, yeah. he was always going to be the guy to like say yes. To, to doing things because he was okay. working his way up yeah that's true but it just seemed like he didn't want to also be the guy to you know have his character out there to you know potentially look at differently and you know hurt his value you know what I mean no for sure but I think he protected that we'd, we'd have to go back and watch really just to you know but yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I said it was, I remember as a kid watching it was, it was dope you know yes um, and, oh, and I was gonna say, uh, I'm sorry. I got to give shout out to uh, Beavis from uh, Maine fame. Okay, because uh, he's also on that show. Okay, okay. And uh, he's uh, he's got a great scene where uh, he opens up the door. He's like, "Ah, oh, the show's not happening." <laughs> okay, okay. So, shout out to him also. <laughs> yeah, but the the episode gave you know great insight, you know, because. It showed the upcoming superstars, like I said, Triple H in China, you know, their rise to glory. But then also showed Tony Atlas, the you know, and before the whole wrestling movie came out, it showed a glimpse of like what happens to the superstars of yesteryear and how they manage, you know, especially well, just what can happen. Let's let's not make it sound like oh, everybody goes through this. Right. I mean, his story wasn't that bad. It just showed that he was wrestling, you know, on the indie scenes and stuff like that. It was just. It was just a good contrast of, you know, present and uh, past. Yes, yep, I feel you. And like I said, I, I think there was a third person, but I don't know what their story was. Uh, it just doesn't pop up in my head. Same, but I'm like, yeah, we'll go back. We'll we'll, we'll rewatch it sometime for an episode. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, we saw one on a tangent, but back to Bow Wow and uh, Jade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in training, do you think he has the potential to, you know, uh, do something? I mean, he's fairly young, probably in his late mid thirties. Um, he's a little heftier than I remember him back in the day, so I don't know if that would affect his conditioning as far as in ring ability. Cause like we see with Logan, like he looked, he's in shape. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't know with Triple H, not Triple H, with uh, Bow Wow. Was you know living the rapper lifestyle? I don't know, if, you know, all that has caught up with him. You know what I mean? No, totally, totally. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, I think the fact that he's training with Rikishi, yeah, that that tells me he's trying to get into the wrestling, like, like really get in. Yeah, on yeah. some kind of level. Is um, Rikishi known to be a, a good a good trainer? I think I so, actually. Okay, because okay. I obviously his uncles had the schools. 
you know, yes. uh, offense and speak about. Like I never heard of Rakishi as a trend. I always, I think he still wrestles on the Indies himself. That's yes, he does. Yeah, um, I'm curious. It's time for training. I, I think he's a good trainer. I think I heard that uh, at one point he had like a wrestling school over in Italy. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's random. Right. Random. It, it's so interesting. Sometimes you find out like these random things like um, remember Alberto Del Rio's personal ring announcer? Yes. At one point he had a wrestling school in India. I didn't know he was an actual wrestler. Yeah, he's an actual wrestler. He's a lucha guy. You good? Very. Okay. What's his lucha name? Ch- I, I might not be saying it right, but like Chimera. Okay. Is he I M E R A? Is he out of um, CML or AAA? Uh, I don't even know if he re- which one he wrestled for. If he wrestled for one of them, I- I've okay. never seen any of this stuff prior to WWE. I'll YouTube YouTube some footage and see see how it gets down. Yeah, definitely look him up because um, all the stuff I've seen of him was after WWE. Because um, yeah. in WWE, I didn't know he was a wrestler either. Right. Um, but it turns out, and I found out actually, he did a little bit of stuff for NXT wrestling for that. Oh. He was under a mask though. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, but yeah, since then, he's been like doing wrestling seminars and like. Wait, I was just he wasn't one of the Sinkaras. He was not one of the Sinkaras. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Um, but but yeah, since leaving, he's been doing all these wrestling seminars, and he ran a wrestling school in India for like two years. Yeah, good for him, right? For him. Um, but okay, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, any wrestling news? Um, I read a report that seemed like uh, Randy Orton might be getting a fusion uh, surgery on his back. Not I believe might be. I think that's a definite. So, with that being said, it might be coming to a conclusion to, for his career, I imagine, because when they fuse things, that's not really a good indication yeah. <laughs> going forward. And uh, Randy's probably, what, mid-40s as well? Yeah, he's got to be, right? I feel like. Let's Randy see. Or an A. 42. Okay. Wow. Or younger so than he's relatively young. Relatively young. Yeah, relatively. Roman Reigns is 37. Goodness, I thought he was older. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, okay. But, yeah, uh, so Randy, well, definitely he's going to be on the shelf for a while if he does ever decide to come back. But do you see this might be the, you know, the, the end of his career, illustrious career? I feel like he's the type of guy that would at least have, like, a go-away match. Possibly show up at a, at a Rumble and call it a day. I don't think he'd show up just for the... I think he'd have a singles match. Okay, okay. Because um, Orton's the type of guy, he's good enough, he can wrestle a match without bumping. Okay, okay. Um, so I feel like if it was that kind of situation, I mean, who knows? I guess, you know, I don't know the man personally. Yeah. But I just feel like with the career that he's had, he would want to have... You know, he wouldn't want to just go out like... You know, oh man, Orton's out, and then like, oh, he's never back. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you think uh, those RKO's might have played a, a, a fact? Similar how we talked about Hogan and his leg drop. Um, I wouldn't think so. Because okay, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty simple bump. But he's landing on his like tail bone each time he's falling down, or and back. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's a, I feel like it's a straightforward bump, but I'm like, there, there could be something to it, I guess. I'm like, I'm trying to think of Orton's career. Cause like, you don't think of Orton as a big, like risk taker, taking nope. a lot of bumps. Nope. But I guess you just like, never know. The body can only take what it can take. I mean, if you know, well, Hogan is doing a simple, he's lifting your leg up. Does, does that really think, you know, you're going to have hip issues down the line? Well, that one, I mean, it's 300 pounds coming down on your butt every night. Well, I mean, Orton's landing on his back, two plus. True, true. And Orton, it's funny because, like, Orton goes through periods of being big and periods of not being big. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tell when he cycles? Yeah, yep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause I think he was as large as when he was probably in uh, Evolution. No question. <laughs> um. And so I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, I, I don't I don't understand necessarily what that does to the body, but I'm like, that could also play an impact. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, there was that period of time where he was doing all those RKOs on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but but that can't be good. It's on the pad. But that's still that's solid. Okay. All right. Well, um, we you think we'll see him possibly in twenty twenty four? Um, I'm gonna say definitely not. I, I think if we see him, it will be twenty twenty three, or otherwise he's all done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel and like twenty twenty four at that point it'll have been two years. Yeah. I mean, with. This type of surgery, though, you know, you need time to re- that type, you know, a lot of time to recover. But do you see him continuing the business as a, you know, possibly a trainer or even an agent? Um, if he wants to. Okay. I think if he wants to, he's, he, the job is there for him. I think Triple H and him are probably pretty tight. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I, I definitely can't see him as a trainer. I don't think he has the patience for that. <laughs> uh, too funny. A lot of stupid, stupid, stupid. Too funny. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Uh, trying to think of uh, other news and highlights. I've uh, read online that people are uh, on the fence of this whole feud with LA Knight and Bray. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I, I've you seen that as well. Okay. Okay. So this brings me to my question. Um, with just in wrestling in general, like even when we spoke about Dominic uh, earlier, um you think are there instances where you've seen two wrestlers like the build up happens and then quote unquote and then the bell ring feud happen where it's a major letdown? Like do you think they are one of them or have and do you think of other instances where you've had where you seen guys, the whole buildup was beautiful, the interactions were great, and but then when they got into the ring, it was doo-doo. Well, Bray and LA, I don't think they've wrestled yet. No, but I'm just saying, since everybody's like on the fence with this whole thing, but I'm just saying as like a hypothetical, there's like a question in general, like with feuds in the past, like have you seen that before? I got you. Um, absolutely. And then the bell rang feud. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's definitely happened. Um, heck, Hogan... <laughs> Uh, Hogan and Warrior Part 2 in WCW. But was the build-up really that great? 
Oh, I just two weeks. Okay, because he because Warrior was giving those one Warrior Nation promos where yes. no one really knew what he was talking about. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I dug it. Maybe okay. I maybe I was the only one. Uh, okay, <laughs> but I feel like those Warrior promos are no different than Bray Wyatt's promos today. Everyone talks about Bray Wyatt being like this genius. I'm like, none of you know what he's saying. <laughs> See, I, I, I like really he means it. I really don't watch Bray that much, so I can't really join in that. But why he, he does he talk in riddles basically? Yeah, like he says all this stuff, and then like, because everyone's like, oh, Bray Wyatt's a genius and blah blah. I'm like, y'all have no idea what he's talking about. He just sounds like he means what he's saying. But he's like, okay. oh, like I've done bad things and I'm a bad person. I'll do bad things again. And I wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. I, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Might as well be like, you know, rip the the, the doors off the hinges and let the plane take a nosedive. <laughs> let me okay. get trampled by elephants and run over with lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Um, so yeah. Okay. I can see that. I, I gotta go back to the Warrior Hogan feud and, and you know see it with different uh, outlook um, in regards. But like you said, once they got into the ring, it was uh, downhill after that. No question. Okay. Okay. Uh, any other examples? Uh, I'm like I'm sure they're there. Uh, okay. It's funny. This is not a when the bell rang example. Yep. But I feel like talk about a beautiful build into a letdown. Yeah, uh, the Black Scorpion. What's the Black Scorpion? WCW. Um, this was like around eighty nine, ninety, somewhere in there. Okay. Sting uh, all of a sudden started getting uh, chased around by the Black Scorpion. Okay. Um, you know, which was meant to be kind of like the opposite of Sting, who was bright and colorful, and he had the Scorpion on his tights. For okay. some reason. And uh it was like, oh man, like the black scorpion, like what is this thing? And you know, they really good build up, and then it got kind of silly because he started doing magic tricks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then like it, it was still still kind of felt like but this is gonna be a big thing. And then it turned out to be Ric Flair, and it was like, oh, like this is oh, like oh, okay. All right. And that's where the letdown came because it felt like it was a new superstar. Yep. And like a big deal. But then it was Flair. It was like, wait a minute. Like for the past three years, like Flair has like just made Sting look stupid. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you think that's, is, is there a way to avoid that or you got to have that none, none the least with, you know, you have a big buildup, and but then when the guys get into the ring, it's just a, a stink fest. Um, I mean, every now and then, sometimes that's just going to happen because people don't click. Okay. Um, but sometimes there are ways to avoid it. For example, um, yeah. I think with this Bray Wyatt LA Knight thing, yeah, like yeah, I don't want to see those two wrestle a match. Yeah, and, and I like both those guys a lot. Yeah, but I'm like, I want to see LA Knight working with small people. Because I, when I watched him in Impact, like, yep. and he worked with smaller guys, the matches were great. Okay. So I'm like, that's what I want to see. I want to see LA Knight working with guys that can kind of bounce around off of him. Okay. Okay. You don't think Bray can accomplish that? No. Bray's got his own style of match. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your take on his 
in ring performance. Everybody talks about his, you know, his promos and his storylines and gimmick personality. What do you think about him as an in ring performer? Um, with the right people and the right match, I like him. Okay. Uh, with the right people, I like him a lot. Okay. Uh, with the wrong people, I don't like his wrestling. What do you consider his style? Uh, modern big man. Okay. That's mainly big man moves. I'm like, Uranagi strikes the uh, Sister Abigail. Would you put... Who would you rank higher as far as in-ring ability for big man? Him or Bam Bam? Bam Bam. Okay. No okay. question. Um, I think... Uh, and again, I like Bray a lot. Yeah. But I think Bam Bam was bigger and better. Well, about Bray or KO? KO. Really? Yeah. The in-ring ability? Yeah. Okay. I was talking about Curtis in the ring. Not Kevin Steen. What's that? I think uh, we're talking talk about current KO, not Kevin Steen. Um, <laughs> I might be talking Kevin Steen. Oh, see, all right. Yeah, cause in my head, I'm like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that 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 might be fair. I might yep. be thinking of Mr. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But uh okay. All right. Well we'll see where the uh feud goes. Hopefully they, it's not a and then they get into the ring feud, uh like others. Let's hope not. Which I, I, I would say I, I Cena and uh Rock, I think had that. Yeah, I I I'd agree. You know, and those are two big dogs, and like on paper, sells itself. But then when they got into the ring, it was doo doo. But then again, I think Rock was obviously past his prime. Like this wasn't like Rocky corporate Rock, you know, even the, you know Nation Rock that we were watching. You know, this was like geared to the guild Rock, uh, <laughs> going against, like Cena, who really can't really you know putting on a five-star match, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. True. And it was Rock, you know, not wrestling full-time Rock. Yeah. That, well, that's really the, the thing. He was still training, though, right? Uh, yeah, he was training with Curtis Hawkins, actually. Okay. Funny enough. Um, but it's not the same, especially when you're at that kind of level. Yeah. Well, I would say, do you think if he got into the ring with... um? Who would be a good uh, lead off uh, with him? Uh, At that time? Yeah. Well, I, I think him and Punk had a really good match, even though okay. I disagreed with the finish. Okay. Um, him and Punk had a really good match. I think that was Royal Rumble 2013. Do you think uh, I, Do you think him and like Styles would have had a better, uh, better match? Yeah, I think Rock and Styles would have definitely been better than Rock and Cena. Styles would definitely be able to lead the match properly. No question. Okay, all right. So th- that being said, if we do get, you know, if the fans do get their wish of him going against Roman, will we have a, you know, would it be a similar situation with him and Cena? I think so. Great uh, build up, but then a stinker in the in the ring. I, I think so. I, I hate to say That's it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, The Rock is even further removed from wrestling. Right. And even bigger. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. Right? <laughs> like, so backwards. 
Um, well, then that being said, would you make whew, fancy booker? Would you have a triple threat match? Are you playing one worker between those two? Or just leave no. it to King Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah, I'm like, everyone wants to see King Kong versus Godzilla. It's like, from a wrestling standpoint, like, yeah, yeah it'd be good to have a ping pong ball in there. <laughs> um, but but it's not what anybody wants to see. This is about seeing King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, the, you know the head of the table against the the head of the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing I think you could do for this match. Yeah. Uh, I think you could do a tag match. Um, I think that could work. Uh, everybody's been talking about uh, Jay and The Rock against Roman and somebody. Okay. But I think you could do The Rock and Roman against the Usos. Yeah, but why would you do that, though? What's, but, this, what's the storyline behind that? Because Jay finally has had enough of Roman. And, and Jay's like, you know what? I'm a grown man. You don't tell me what to do. And, and okay. Jimmy says, you know what? This is my brother. I'm going to stand by him. Okay. And, and they jump Roman, take Roman out. Roman's like, oh, okay, okay. You guys want to play like that? I'm calling it the big, big dog. Yeah, but in theory, he's whooped on both of them. So in theory, he could just take them on themselves, himself. But if they team up together against him. Well, then he could be like, oh, I'll get honorary oops on my side. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel you. <laughs> and plus, it'd be awkward. Like, if you have the two, both tribal chiefs, like, you have, you know, two alphas. You, want some, you can't have two alphas on the same team, though. <sighs> Somebody's going to have to take the passenger si- uh, seat. I. You're not wrong, I guess. You know, <laughs> you're not wrong there. It's uh, and yeah, that's a. I'm not sure how you do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I mean, hopefully, you know, Rock has been secretly training during his Black Adam, you know, uh, time, and hopefully they can like. Honestly, they should do like a but a DDP. They should, you know work out the match like six months in advance of every move that they do <laughs> and then just go from there like because you obviously those two cannot wing it and look make it look special at yeah. the same time no no they have blueprint on that no question unfortunately since he's no longer with us but like this would be perfect for like Pat Patterson because he's like known to like put things together and like make them work cohesively which is yes. probably why it worked so well he was no. like behind a lot of matches no question. Um, the Attitude Era, a lot of it worked was, uh, yeah, because of the people behind the scenes. Yeah. You had such great minds. You had Pat Patterson, you had Gerald Briscoe, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, who knows a lot about putting together big-time title matches. Yep. Um, you had Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yep. Um, you know, who trained most of those guys. You had... Yep. Uh, Dory Funk trained most of those guys. Yep. Like, so yeah, it was the, the behind the scenes minds that were like making that stuff so good. Yeah, I mean, not to say they don't have 
that those type of minds in today's day, but it's just like they're more scattered throughout the you know the world. I mean, yeah. obviously you got Triple H, uh, you know, definitely have his input. I think they should, who they should bring up as well is um, Norman Smiley to help uh, put a match like that together. Not to say he'd be like the sole guy, but he has a great mind for the business. Bring in, like, bring in um, uh, Tom Pritchard. You know what I'm saying? He, he's had yeah. a uh, you know a rapport with The Rock as well. Um, you know, um, bring in. Uh, I would say Cornette, but nah, he might be a little too. That might not work. Yeah, um, no, that wouldn't work for several reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably they did probably focus. But yeah. the names mentioned, I feel like, would be enough. You know, especially yeah. for a match like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Been, you know, The Rock is a veteran, so he probably knows some. It's just his body. I'm, you know, Roman's still been active, so he can do the bulk of you know the bumps probably in this and the third. But I'm just like. You know, and plus, then the Rock injured himself the last time he wrestled, like his intestines yeah. tore his abdominals. Yeah, so he's probably gonna do his a lot of punching hands, uh, spitting the hand punch. <laughs> yes, a lot, of, a lot of stomps. Um, probably a spine buster here and there. May, uh, you think he still do a kick, kick, kip up? Flip? No way. Okay, right. too too top heavy. Yeah, yeah. black out of body. <laughs> Well, I don't know. The upper body might be strong to propel him. <laughs> um, but like I said, we'll probably see a spine buster, probably see a people's elbow. Might see no his, uh, his uh, not tornado DDT, but that, that We're DDT. not seeing that DDT he used to do. No way. The, the roundabout or the around, the, you know yeah, what I'm talking that, about. Like, yeah, yeah, hook around. Like. Yeah, that take a lot of maneuvers. <sighs> that, takes, that takes some fluidity and grace. You don't think he has that anymore? I doubt it. Wow. I feel like, because I'm just going off of that, that 2013 run, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see the match with Punk, like, he didn't have his, like, fluidity. He was moving, like, mm-hmm. Well, what movie was he sh- shooting at that? Was this during the Hobbs time or Hercules time? Um, I feel like that was Hercules. Okay, okay, all right. I feel like... Okay. Um, all right, but so you think he might just have the five moves of doom as well then for this match? I, I think so. Okay. But so, uh, yeah, this it's funny. I'm like everybody. I don't think anybody wants to see the match. Everyone just wants to see the promos. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's the whole event. Just promos. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, Rock, Roman, and Haven on promos. That'll be great stuff. Okay. But the match right. itself, I just can't can't get up for it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, obviously, do you think they do a uh, no DQ so you can have a lot of run-ins to break it up? That wouldn't be bad. You think so? I, I think uh, this this so you know, might like, need some some stuff to to shine it up. That's what I'm saying. No, with no DQ, so you can have run-ins from the bloodline. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said that oh. wouldn't be bad. Oh, I thought you said it would be bad. That's oh, all I... no, no, no. So that would be bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you have all these type of cameos in the standard third. Yeah, and, and you can brawl on the floor. Yeah, and then you have the blood. All of a sudden, like, the nation, the old, or they're a little older, but you have nation come out. You know, you have, like, Ron That'd Simmons. That would be bad. That'd oh, be okay. bad. 
I, I, I've seen Simmons lately. He, he's yeah. looking older. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, so no. D'Lo is in the worst shape he's ever been in. Really? I thought he's still wrestling. Uh, I don't think he's wrestling anymore. Oh, okay. I, I think he's just a backstage producer for TNA. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, All right. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, Godfather would be the only one that'd be kind of okay. There you go. <laughs> Mark Henry. Mark Henry's in AEW, for one. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and for two, I think he's hurt pretty bad. Really? I he didn't have that, like huge bumps, though. No, but I don't know. What, you know, maybe the years of heavy weightlifting taking a toll. Yeah, on his joints. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I think he's, he's hurt pretty bad. That's why all he does at AEW is say, it's time for the main event. Oh, he's a ring announcer? No, he's... What is he? <laughs> it's terrible. So on Rampage on Friday nights, yeah. before the main event, Mark Henry will be like in one room. Okay. The, and like the two opponents will each be in a room. Okay. And like they'll they'll pan the camera to Mark Henry and they'll be like, okay, he's like, up next is gonna be like so and so against so and so. Like, how do y'all feel? And then, like, the people will talk. And then Henry will go, okay, well, that sounds like that's been enough talking. It's time <laughs> for the main event. Okay. <laughs> that's different, but all right. Yeah, that's all he does. He makes seven He makes seven figures a year to, to say a few words. I need to work for AEW. Right. Oof. Uh, but all right, well, we shall see. We're getting now to the Twilight months. We have until WrestleMania, so this is... November is pretty much done with, so you got December, January, yeah. February, March, so about five months left, because May is in April, typically. Yeah, and I feel like Royal Rumble is, to me, is the kickoff. Like, Royal Rumble is the, the, the kickoff to the road to WrestleMania. And that's in what, January? January, January 28th. Okay, so there's no pay-per-views for, ne- for December, correct? Uh, I feel like there will be. Okay. Uh, let's see. Plugging it into the Google machine now. WWE December Premium Live Events. Uh, oh, wow. There is not anything scheduled for December. Okay. So we're just getting uh, Raw and SmackDown shows. Yeah, that's wild to me. Really? I thought it's always been like that. Nah, because they 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 were doing twelve pay per views a year. When? For the past long time. Really? I do not remember one ever in December though. Yeah, it would be like a in your house type pay per view, but it would be a pay per view. But you would think it would be a Christmas theme, and I don't remember like any Christmas theme. Nah, they never Christmas themes. Oh, okay. Or like like Santa Claus. Well, they always did because Survivor Series had the was it that turkey. The, yeah, the, the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. For the past two years, they did a New Year's pay per view. Really? On yeah. Eve or day? Day. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, does AEW have any pay per views for December? No. So, it's a pay per view free month. Yes. All right. All Great. right. Well, it gives us more time to catch up on uh, yes, pay per views for yesterday before going into the heading into the new year. For sure, for sure. All right, all right. 
Um, well, um, there is one uh, event that will be happening in December, which is your pay-per-view, uh, WrestleFest, right? Yes. NCW, so, that's coming up this coming Friday. Oh, so it's the beginning of December. Yeah. December okay, 2nd. 2nd. Oh, okay. Oh, so you guys are right, yeah, right on the cusp of December. Okay. So um, do you know who you were uh, facing at this time? Yes, I do. Um, this is, uh, you know, for NCW, WrestleFest is their WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, fighting to survive. Pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, it, it's interesting because uh, NCW, they run in a seasonal format. Um, so they go March to December. And um, WrestleFest is their cumulative end of the year show. And, uh, you know, so all of the feuds, everything comes to an end, you know, and yeah. everything starts back up in March. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, I will be in a fight because I'll be taking on NCW lead commentator Derek Simonetti. Okay. All right. Uh, who wants to get revenge for his friend Atley Green uh, that I beat up back in 2020. Uh, in fact, it was March 2020, the very first show of the year. All right. Uh, I beat up his friend Atley Green, and he hasn't been back to NCW since. Okay. All right. Well, you guys can finally settle, settle the, uh, y'all feud. Yeah, yeah. So me and Simonetti, I'm expecting Simonetti to come at me with everything he's got. Um, you know, he's known to be a bit of a tough guy in the wrestling business. But uh, anyone that knows me knows that I like tough guys because uh, I like to see how much pain they, they can take. How, let's find out how tough they really are, you know? So is this uh, in Dedham? Yes, this will be in Dedham at the VFW Post 84 Eastern Road, Dedham, Massachusetts. Bell time? Uh, 7.30 p.m. bell time. Doors open at 7 p.m. And uh, I definitely recommend for those listening, uh, get your tickets online now at vncw.com. Good to know. Because uh, from what I understand, like VIP tickets are already sold out. Ooh. Um, this is a big event. And uh, so, yeah, the VIP tickets are already sold out. But uh, general admission, I believe, is still available. Um, and I, I'd recommend people get there early because uh, I expect there to be a long line. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a big, big night of action. Uh, it's a big, big lineup. Um, you know, on the show, main event is going to be uh, NCW heavyweight champion Channing Thomas who I wrestled back in August and he took me to my limit. Uh, I like to think I took him to his, but he, he got the victory. Is this uh, his farewell match? What's that? Is this his farewell match? No. Um, no, it's just a, it's a title match. I thought you said he's uh, uh, leaving um, soon. Oh, he's Brett Ryan oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Notorious BRG, he had his farewell match uh, at the last NCW show, um, it was his. He was he put his NCW career on the line against Rob the Giant, who was putting his entire wrestling career on the line. Okay. And uh, Notorious BRG lost, so he is no longer with NCW. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. But Shannon Thomas will be defending his NCW Heavyweight Championship against Darley Desamont, a newcomer to NCW, but a longtime New England veteran. Oh, okay. All right. All right, cool. Well, uh, definitely looking forward to hearing more about it as it gets closer to the um, event. For sure, for sure. All right. uh, Any other wrestling news that you uh, have? No, I feel like... uh... I've reported on all the news that uh, I have at this point in time. Uh, okay. All right. Well, as I was gonna say, before we come to a conclusion, this is the the part of the show where we go way back, as in the way back machine to uh, Mr. Osiris's live journal. Oh, yes. <laughs> so now, we, uh, last episode, uh, we were in January 18th of 2004. This week we are at January twenty uh, twenty second two thousand and four. Okay, only four days later. Yep, you were quite active uh, in two thousand four. Okay, okay. All right, so <clears throat> let's see. Uh, this past Sunday, my girl and I took a trip to the Boston Museum of Art, and I'll tell you, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm not really an artsy kind of guy, but I definitely got into some of the stuff there, particularly the Japanese and Egyptian exhibits. It was a good time and something I definitely do again in the future. Not near future, mind you. Uh, <laughs> never again while recovering from a leg workout. Interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the work week, the work week has been very, has been pretty crazy, but that's just how work is. Uh, I need to hurry up and become the best wrestler ever so I can stop doing a 9 to 5 thing. Either that or win the lottery. Sometimes I wonder which I have a better odds of doing. Uh, so either. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the show this past Tuesday in Buxton was all right. As I worked uh, extreme Adam Hasty. Uh, our first singles encounter was better, but this time a few things were just off. Uh, I'll take the blame as the show this, oh, um, as I was in a funk uh, from getting a damn speeding ticket on the way to the show. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love the state of Maine, I hate it with equal passion. Um, I guess I better start, start getting used to it um, as I'll be spending more time in February than I do at home. Uh, February is going to be the busiest month ever wrestling wise as I'm booked in about 12 shows and still undecided on doing another uh, depends if I get the time off from work or not uh, Dan Bill's getting in the way of my dreams uh, <laughs> I think I might do a, uh, do the show anyways you know I'll just have to really uh, bust my ass at the day job <laughs> but alright uh, that's all uh, it's time for now um, I have a show coming up uh, Saturday for N.E.W.A uh, which I'm a bit nervous about uh, and then Sunday Zach the ref uh, and I uh, headed to uh, Connecticut to watch some wrestling in Fairfield uh, if there was uh, more time I didn't have to work on Monday and stop by my old stop of grounds at shoe at, at uh, uh, grounds of shoe but at last it won't be in the cards uh, that's okay I'll be returned for a show in February that uh, I have to be on. Uh, oh, I am also headed to Canada in February as well. Uh, yeah, Canada wow. should be fun. 
But all right, I got to get home and go to bed. I have to uh, have to be at work early tomorrow to make up for missed time this past week. Uh, damn, why did guys take me for my papers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we're working on catchphrases. Uh, if anyone has ideas, uh, let me know. Uh, right now, aside from anger is a gift, your life is on the line. Uh, fear me uh, like you fear God because I bring death. Yeah. I, I just got uh, it's survival of the fittest. Get with it or get out. Probably, uh, personally, I'm a huge fan of the last one. I want to know what you guys think, though, and if you have any better. Uh, that's it for now. Till next time. Okay. Uh, I'm so curious where I was writing that from. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? From like a mental st- uh, standpoint or just like location? Location. Because I said I had to get home and go to bed. I'm like, well, where am I? <laughs> uh, I'm like, cool. I, I'm trying to, because I'm like, I'm thinking about that time period, and I'm like, okay, what's that? Waltham? Uh, that's where I would have been living at that time, for sure. He said this past day, uh, past Sunday, my girl and I took a trip to the Boston Museum of Art, so that seems more local. Yeah, yep. No, I was definitely living in Waltham, but that means I was with Sandra at that time. Yeah. Um, but, but it's interesting, because I'm like... Just the fact that I'm like, oh, I've got to get home. I'm like, well, where am I at that I'm typing this out? Like, I, where, uh-huh. and, yeah, I got and, you. Because I'm, I'm like, and where? Why was I like, man? Like, it's late. And I'm somewhere <laughs> random, but I need to type a journal entry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but that, that's but wild you, stuff. Uh, do you remember any of uh, those events? The 2004. I do not, um, but but it's it's interesting uh, to you know I guess hear the mindset that I had at that time. Yeah, uh, you know, especially the you know I got to hurry up and be the be the best wrestler ever. Yeah, uh, you know, or, or win the lottery. And I haven't done either of those things yet. <laughs> still got time. Still got time. Yeah, still got time. Uh, <laughs> How was it? Uh, you said uh, working against Adam Hastings. The first account was dope, but the second time not so much. After that, this entry, have, did you wrestle him uh, other times, or was this two times? Um, I think I might have wrestled him other times at some point, because uh, okay. I feel like I remember at some point he was known as extremely tasty Adam Hasty. Okay. And uh, so I think I wrestled him at that period, too. But I honestly don't remember much about it uh, okay. or our matches. I, I do remember enjoying uh, working with him. Okay. Uh, I remember him being a really nice guy, uh, really open to like ideas and being like, "Oh yeah, like what do you want to do?" Like you know that sort of thing. What, what promotion was this at the time that you wrestled him? In, in uh, this would have been New Wrestling Horizons in up okay. in Maine. Okay. NWH. Grab your okay. stuff. Okay. How'd you ever get? Um. How'd you ever get connected with him? Uh, yeah, actually, my very first uh, official show. Um, which was a uh, Killer Kowalski show. Okay. Uh, it was me and Chris uh, Sanganetti and uh, Legion Freaking Cage against, oh, wow. yes, yep, against Sonny Roselli, Larry Huntley, and G.I. Job. Okay. And uh, so in that match, you know, obviously met those guys. Yep. And uh, they were super nice to me, even though they ribbed me and I didn't know it until after. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> we're talking over the match and I'm like, oh, I've got a good drop kick. 
And uh, Sonny's like, do you? All right. He's like, you'll come in. He's like, you'll give me a drop kick. You'll give Larry a drop kick. You'll give me a drop kick. You'll give Larry a drop kick. And then finish it with a big one on GI Job. Okay. And at okay. the time, I was like, nice. I'm getting a big feature. Like, I'm getting my spots in. Yep. I didn't know that they were ribbing me. Because what I didn't know at that time, because I had okay. never done five drop kicks in a row, because why would you? Yeah. After two, you you lose your uh, elasticity in your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened when you tried the third one? <laughs> it, it was like to the belly button. <laughs> you know, even worse. <laughs> Did you make it to five? I made it all five. Okay. Oh, yeah, each one got lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> I guess pictures of footage. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they laughed about it after the match. They're like, what happened to your good drop kick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. And that's yeah, how you yeah. introduced well, introduce to, uh, to them. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they extended the offer. They were like, if you want to come wrestle in Maine, we, we've got shows. Yep. And I was a traveling fool, so I was like, let's do it. So many miles you think you racked up going from Maine to Massachusetts? A lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I put on hundreds of thousands of miles on my car uh, back then. That that was back when I had the Spectra. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What was, um, what were you going, heading towards Canada for? Was it for a show or just like uh, tourist stuff. No, that was a wrestle. I was wrestling in Canada at that time. So, uh, who you, who you, what promotion were you wrestling in Canada? Um, that's a good question. I wrestled for a few promotions in Canada. Okay. Uh, what's that? I have a stampede. Never for stampede. No. Um, it was all stuff on the uh, Montreal, Quebec, uh, the Maritimes, Nova Scotia. Okay. Okay. Uh, apparently, I wrestled uh, Kevin Owens. Okay. Um, I don't remember it, but uh, somebody sent me a poster um, like a year ago for, from the. They were like, "You wrestled Kevin Owens." It was Osiris versus Kevin Steen. I'm like, sure, I, I guess I did." All right. How was your time in Canada wrestling? For, I, you might not remember all the matches, but for the most part, how'd you like wrestling for Canadian promotions? Uh, I really liked it. Um, okay. You know, when I think back to that time period, uh, and it's so funny because uh, I didn't appreciate it at the time, yep. because, uh, you know, it was really just kind of a part of the journey. Yep. And at the time, it was like, yeah, this is the part of the journey that leads me to WWE. There you and go. So that's what that's all I thought about. But looking back yep. on it in hindsight, I'm like, oh, those, those were such great times because, like, I felt like a wrestler. Yep. Um, you know, I I'd do a tour for like two weeks. And, uh, you know, just be traveling, like, through through Canada, through Maine, through wherever. Yeah. Um, you know, just just making money off of wrestling. Uh, I did actually, for a period of time, quit my day job eventually. Yeah. Um, and to just, you know, live off of wrestling. I was making a few hundred bucks a week doing it. Um, yeah, because I, I noticed here on your uh, entry, you said you had, uh, for the month of February, 12 shows. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was you know. it's a lot. Like, was this all one promotion or oh, multiple promotions? You, know? you were networking like a madman. I was, <laughs> which is so funny because I don't network at all now. 
Yeah, because like this twelve shows on your body, like I'm thinking. All right, so we got four weeks in a day, thirty days uh, in a month. I mean, four weeks in a month, thirty days in a month. So like, uh, not half. Well, you know, that'd yeah, be that's, three, days. that's three shows. Three shows a week. Yeah. Woo! For a period of time, that was my jam. So was it typically where they like? Did you do them? Were you able to space them out at least to have a day rest, or were they all together like three shoot? Three matches, like say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then next week, all day, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday type, you know, like this. Like, how did you do that back then? Nah, it was typically probably Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Gotcha. All right. So, and, Friday and Saturday with the back and back, back to back. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and okay. there were probably some Saturday, Sundays. Okay. Okay. All right. Whew. Could you still do that schedule now? Oh, yeah. I could, like know, the body could, could handle but, that? What's that? Your body could handle that? Yeah, my body could handle it. Um, okay. it. It would be, but here's the thing, like, yeah. I could not do that schedule now and still work the day job and, like, all of that. Because, like, well, I, 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 I would need that recovery. Okay. Yeah, but you have Friday, Saturday off, though. So, say you did, you got Friday, Saturday right there and you did a random weekday match, like a Tuesday or a month, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would need some recovery time, though. Like, gotcha. and that, that would be the tough part. Um, because I'm like even now like when I do one show yeah and typically like I'm doing a show on a Saturday I've got to work yep. Sunday yep and like I'm exhausted like that Sunday okay I got you so I'm nice. like yeah I, I you know and that's just you get older you need you need a little more sleep a little more recovery time yep yeah okay alright and last um, so what did you be catchphrases what did you end up sticking with survival of the fittest get with it or get out okay that that was right. throughout the years that that remained a uh, a catchphrase. Well, as I say, typically I always ask you uh, what's on the water jug, but I guess we can leave uh, leave it with that quote uh, for today. Like that. Yeah, we'll we'll leave that for today. Survival yeah. of the fittest. Get with it or get out. Yep. Um, so on that note, if uh, you want to take us out on uh, the day after Survivor Series. <laughs> yes. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here. You're listening to us. We appreciate that. We love you. We hope that you're having a good day, a good week, a good month, even a good year. Um, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. Hope you all enjoyed Survivor Series. Hope you all enjoyed us recapping Survivor Series. And uh, we look forward to catching you all next time on Before the Three Count. Taking you out. One, two, three.